This week's show is brought to you in association with What's Your Celebration with Coca-Cola. Well, all sorts of uh, songs I could sing to you. Welcome to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. We are here celebrating Newton Heath, the greatest team ever known to man. Yeah, I'm in that kind of mood today because Chelsea beat Aston Villa by seven goals uh, to one. So we need to puff up our chest. My name's Eddie Nesta. No tonks tonight, but Mr. Meekin, Robert Meekin, is here with us. Good evening to you. Hello, Eddie. I say us because I'm a Gemini and today <laughs> I will uh, divide myself in two. So you may see all sides of this particular personality. I hope you're ready for it, sir. You're a kind soul, thank you. I thought you were going to say something else. No, there, no, four no, letter no, word. no, no, no. Sounded You've very much like that. Yes, I have. <laughs> Somebody said to me once, never has four letters been put together more aptly than to describe you. We won't go any further uh, than that. So let's look back before we look yeah. forward, shall we? 4 nil Bolton. Now, interesting thing about this. No Rooney. Yeah. No Ferdinand, even though the governor said beforehand, there's nothing wrong with Rooney. Yeah. Rooney's absolutely fine. He's playing chess already, isn't he? Yeah. Never believe the pre-match rumours when Alex Ferguson is concerned, really. I think we've learned over the years, normally if he says the boy is ready, it normally means he's probably not playing on that particular day. He does do these things occasionally. And I think he was also, he's certainly with the back four. Evans has played more than just about any other defender all season. And he utterly trusts him to slot in there. So it, it wasn't a huge... Loss for us, really. In terms, of we're we're, very, we're lucky enough to have Evans who can come in alongside alongside Vidic. So uh, yeah, but it's the other end, isn't it? When yeah. you look at the other end, Rooney's sort of been carrying the team on his yeah. own, and here you have absolutely. I, I've got to say, I think against Wolves, he was pretty good as well. Berbatov, mm. and Berbatov yeah, had us come into a rich vein of oh. form. And Ferguson obviously now trusts him enough to because yeah, it was a bold thing to do. I know it was Bolton, but it's away at Bolton. It's still leading tough, the line. It's still a derby. Game. Yeah, absolutely, and. But I just show the trust that's developed in Berbatov these last few weeks, particularly. Thank goodness. He's yeah. starting to look like a player who used to play for Tottenham Hotspur, which is a relief. He looks sometimes, Robert, as though he's playing the game in slow motion. Yeah. He does things that you just say, wow. Well, that's like Cantona used to do as well, isn't it? This, this ridiculous amount of time. He must trap the ball and look around and all the time in the world. He's a rare breed like that. But we're just starting to get the best of him. I think it's interesting what... How Ferguson is going to cope with it, though, because I think instinctively for the big matches, he's he's very he's more comfortable with having a you know, crowd in the midfield and having a lone striker. And Rooney has obviously flourished in that sort of role. I and mean, if you look again on the game, he had Berbatov as the lone striker, but he had yeah the two you know, a Fletcher or whatever. He ideally, likes a Fletcher and a Carrick, maybe a Giggs in front, and the two wide men are now playing really well in Valencia and Nani. And I get the feeling when it comes to the big European games, whether he actually will play Rooney. And Berbatov together. No, I, I think he signed off on those two strikers. Mm. Uh, now, particularly away from home in Europe. Yeah, it's probably yeah. one striker. Makes sense, I think. I mean, the current system works. This sort of five midfield behind Rooney works very, very well. And Berbatov, I think, is still going to play a big, big role. But I don't think there'll, there'll, there'll be plenty of matches, I think, where he'll be coming on maybe at a later Impact, stage. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you what was really interesting for me. I mean, I can't remember the last time when our three senior citizens have started a game. <laughs> so you've got Giggs, yeah. uh, you've got Neville who's playing like yeah, he's sort fantastic, of yeah. 22 again or something. And Scolzi pinging the ball around like nobody's yeah. business. He doesn't normally risk playing all three of them at the same time. But uh, still, I think in, without being, well, he's being patronising to Bolton. At the same time, I think they can, 
there was enough there's enough space in the part for those guys still to flourish i think in a when the game is tighter and more frenetic i think you, it would be a bit of a stretch to be playing three old men in the team to have skulls and gigs in at the same time but, but they played fantastic fantastic they're wonderful and it's great to see skulls he's coming back into uh, you know, sort of rich vein of form as well because he was there was rumblings that you know he was fearing it could be over at the end of the season but i hope we'll stretch another year out of him as well. Yeah, it does yeah. make you wonder. Certainly Giggs has got another year, but yeah. the other two haven't yet, and you just wonder. Yeah, Ferguson seems seems to be suggesting that Gary will be given another year on the back of recent performances, but uh, again, you'd have to see whether Alex Ferguson says many things like this, and then it turns out to be... Turns out to be different. Well, you are, you are lucky. I've got to tell yeah. you, you're lucky because you haven't done many of these podcasts. So I have to eat uh, the ice cream and the custard on my humble pie alone. We have absolutely slated Nani yeah. uh, on these podcasts. And he's just signed a, a new four or five year deal. Yeah. Well, it's, again, it's, it's, it's been sort of almost post Christmas, really, isn't it? He's suddenly turned into the player we were told he was when we, when we signed him and, he was so frustrating before because he looked like he was three quarters of the player he should be, but seemed to sort of have the the brain of a cart horse really. And at the end, he just would always blunder. Now he's just that extra, you know, quarter of his game. The, the end product is there, and he's fantastic at the minute. Yeah, he's well, really he's sat. Yeah, him and Valencia together. Well, Valencia's like just, some sort of machine, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't smile, just does the business. Well, Nani is still doing the tricks, but there's actually now an end result, which is fantastic. And he was brilliant again on. On Saturday. And, of course, Evra, uh, who's just oh, yeah. been an ever-present, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank goodness we relied on him earlier in the season. We had no defenders at one point. Evra was the only guy. Yeah, so he's been... Uh, he's been a, a, again, he, I think he's even got better this season. Evra has become like a really senior figure in the team. Yeah, we rely on him hugely. You know, one of the interesting things about Manchester United this year is that when you look at the stats, and I'm afraid I'm a bit of a stat freak, we had, up until when Chelsea smacked Aston Villa all around the place, the joint best defensive record in the Premiership. Now, when you think of the fact that Vidic and Ferdinand haven't played together for most of the year, uh, Neville's been swapping around with one of the twins, and, you know, it's... It's amazing that our defensive record is that good. It's great because of the old, the old adage, isn't it, that you know, it's built on a solid back four that's fit for most of the season. And the United in the past have tended to win premierships on the back of having, you, you'd know who your first four normally are, obviously injury permitting sometimes. This time it's been... Van der Sar's not many. been there. Yeah, Van Sar's not been there. Carrick playing in your back four. You've Fletcher, had Fletcher yeah. down there. That's like, absolutely. It's, it's never been, I don't know how many games we've actually had the same back four in a row for, but not many. It's yeah, been but, but, but the point real. is Rob, that we've still got we're the still best defensive it. record yeah. in the premiership. Yeah. That's staggering. It is. I don't know how we've got, I have no idea how we've got away with that. At all. Did you expect us to beat Bolton 4 0? When we did the no. predictions last year, it was sort of 2 0, 3 0. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd imagine normally that would be a, a 2 0, sort of, is that no, 4. It just, show, it just showed the, t- the confidence of the team. And also, I just like the sort of the, the ruthlessness of the thing, really, that yeah, they didn't settle for the two and they knew. And also, because it's frank, goal difference might be. I think it's really important. I yeah. mean, plus 11, I think, for the week, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? Chelsea played before. They scored seven against Aston Villa. The boys have definitely watched that on the coach. Yeah, that's to be a factor. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, and it's, it's just good. It's again, talking about Berbatov, it's just good to see him actually you know, getting a couple of goals again. That's just his confidence is going to be higher now as well. And that's big for us in these coming weeks. He will be an important. 
Now we're gonna we're gonna look uh, yeah. at the end towards the end of the show at the Chelsea confrontation. Hmm. Before that, we've got Bayern Munich. But just a thought from you on Chelsea, the way they played against Aston Villa, because they scored seven goals, if my memory serves me right, against Sunderland. Hmm. And what is the deciding thing, the link between those games? What do they have in common? Do you know? Go on. You're going to tell me. Neither of those games was their top scorer Drogba playing in. All right. Do you think we can persuade him to sell Drogba? That would be. Well, I don't know. I think they, I think he, I think we stand a better chance if he is in the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. You see, he is the focus. Everything goes through yeah. him. Uh, he's the one when he's not playing. Then other people, Lampard, mm. uh, Lasalle, Cole, and Deco seems to be playing again now. They all seem to step up when he's in the team. Mm. He is undoubtedly the man. Hey, man. Yeah, everything goes through him. Yeah, I still feel that you know Chelsea. They're obviously capable of doing this to teams. You know, they're a phenomenal lineup. I mean, a spine of this, any side has a spine that's got the you know, Drogba, and a, an Essien or a Lampard, a John Terry. I mean, it's a, they do have on paper the strongest squad. And the fact, I mean, without wishing to gloat, the fact they haven't won the Premiership in recent years or take or won in Europe has been a massive failing, which has been more down, I think, towards the internal goings on of the club than anything else. Yes, and so, yeah. of course, they're capable of always turning over teams like. Like, you know, even a Villa 7-1 on a, on a good day because they've got a fantastic... I mean, Lampard is a phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah let's so. hope he won't be on Saturday. Hopefully yeah. not. No, I hope Dan Fletcher's going to kick him quite hard. He's <laughs> yeah. my, uh, my Let mate. him oh, know yeah, yeah. what's going on. Yeah. You're listening to the Manchester United podcast. It's me, my name's Eddie, uh, and Robert. We're here with you. We've got a fantastic deal exclusively with Betfair to coincide with the home game against Chelsea at the weekend. Now, look, if you place five £5 bets on the game, how about, let's say, a fiver on Rooney for the first goal scorer? Because I think he will play in that game. A fiver on a 2-0 or 2-1 win. A fiver on United to lead at half-time and full-time. And a fiver, let's say, on a Chelsea player to be sent off. Once you place <laughs> those bets, then you get a £25 you place back from Betfair, whether you win or lose. You can't say fairer than that. Uh, keep the money or keep on betting and winning. Uh, go to uh, www-bit.ly slash five, the number, times five, as in F-I-V-E. That's the number, five, times F-I-V-E, slash bit.ly slash five, times five. If you're not, excuse me. Or if you're not new to Betfair, uh, go to bit.ly slash bigbets and see what odds they are offering. Don't say we don't offer you anything on here, uh, be it red and white or, in this particular case, yellow and green. So, we heard about Sir Alex playing games with uh, his uh, two big men, the big man at the back, the captain of England, Rio Ferdinand, and the big man at the front, the person who I suppose we rely on very much at Manchester United and also in England, uh, Rooney. They weren't playing. One imagines that tomorrow night against Bayern Munich, they will be playing. Yeah, it was certainly Rooney. I mean, there seems to be, yeah, there's worrying noises still coming out about Ferdinand though, isn't there? That 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 injury seems to have been more serious than we, we, we thought at first. And, and he does have the option. I mean, I, I obviously hope Rio is fit and healthy, both for, you know, to, 
to Europe and then it's going for England. But you think Evans can come in and Evans, Evans can, can do the job? In. Evans can come in and do the job. I really, I mean, I, I have to say at the minute, our most important defender is Vidic. I mean, I mean again, he was fantastic against uh, Bolton on Saturday. And what, did, I, what did you think about the incident with Elmander? The law of averages. If you've got Vidic in the team, really, I don't think... Uh, Five I don't think there's any moral high ground to be taken over that one, really. In a head wound after yeah. contesting a header with Manchester United's yes. monstrous Serbian fourth-right centre back. Yes, yes, yes. 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 But no, I, see, he, I mean, was that, there any b- malintent there? Did you see any malicious kind of intent? Well, there's always malicious intent. It's <laughs> vintage. I don't really think there's any, any real grey area there. But uh, no, I. Uh, I can't say any more than I hope he gets away with it, to be brutally honest. Uh, uh, as we've as been seen with like the Gerard one and the Mascarano one recently, it's just not consistent the way these rulings work with these things. And hopefully we will benefit from that inconsistency on yeah. uh, this time around. I just, I mean, I think, I mean, the worrying noise about Vidic maybe, you know, pissing off at the end of the season. I think he'd be a big, big hole to fill, basically. It'd be, I hope, I hope. Mrs. Vidic can be persuaded to stay just in the to Northwest. Stay, yes. yeah. uh, before we go on to, to the Bayern Munich, I know we started, but let me just uh, go back a minute because uh, I'll pull this one for you today off the BBC Sports website. Uh, it says, uh, Coyle, uh, manager of Bolton, said, anyone who's seen it knows what a terrible challenge it was. I'm not looking for excuses, but Vidic has caught him with an elbow mm. and there was blood pouring out of it. I can only assume the referee has not seen it. Mm. didn't intend to hurt him, did? What do you think? I mean, I didn't see him go to hurt the man. I must say, when I watched it, yeah. I thought, well, his eyes are on the ball, he's gone yeah. for the ball, you need to use your arms to jump, yeah. and it's just unfortunate. It is, it is one of those. And, it's, and I, I, I know I said before, the law of averages of the way someone like, someone like Vidic plays, that sort of thing is going to happen occasionally. I don't think, for goodness sake, I don't think he'd have done that. But, yeah, it was, it was hardly, a, you know... Uh, United were pretty comfortable as well. Why would you do something? Why would commit a wild assault? Well, you know, so it'd just be well, maybe actually, like he, probably, way, he probably did. Let's like, be honest. I, like right. the way I, I can't get about, into Vidic's that's, mind. That's just the way he is. Yeah, just, because that's what we do. Vidic will be Vidic. It's My not name is Vidic. In court, is it really? No. <laughs> but he is our key man, and you think he will be our key man against Bayern Munich? Absolutely. Oh God, yeah. I mean, the thing about playing Bayern Munich. You're just instinctively nervous about playing Germans. Everyone is talking except that we're, it's a quite a comfortable draw. It's Bayern Munich. Our record against Bayern Munich, apart from a certain game, is actually pretty it's, bad. It's appalling. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and it was almost pretty bad on that night in 1999. Was it, was it three, three minutes to go? Two, yeah, two goals? Say, so I was understand that night, yeah. Were you? Yeah. You. It was a terrible fucking start to the game because I remember the, the Spanish um, <laughs> riot police sort of turned on the United fans outside and uh, it was just, it, we got in as I, under, under the first sort of 10 minutes or something. As I was walking in, the Germans cracked in that free kick. And that was my entry into the new camp and so on. Tell us what seats. it was like then. I mean, you know, I haven't yeah. been uh, lucky enough yeah. to have watched Manchester United abroad. Uh, were you well behaved, all of you, first no. of all? No. No. <laughs> No, they weren't. <laughs> there's no, there's no dressing it up. I didn't expect up. that. There's answer. no dressing it up, and it's one of the few times I've travelled abroad with English football fans, and every stereotype you can imagine. Really? Ticked, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the. I mean, we just you just realise the amount of alcohol we consume in the daytime on a big game like that. So, so you, you get Germans. on a coach. Did you get on the coach? No, together? I didn't. No, no, I flew there. I flew oh, there. I flew. was with my sister and my, uh, my dad. But it was just the amount that the United fans not back in the day. And inevitably by four o'clock, it was the Germans as well. 
the banter started turning. So the songs were not very nice. It's just... But the game, it's, I mean, I just remember the, the, the funny thing was just the, the, the Spanish police outside the new camp waiting for us. And they got more ominous the closer we got to the stadium. And by the end, it was the military police on the horses. And their, their way of dealing with a mouthy Manchester United fan was just to sort of wallop him on the head with a truncheon. It was quite direct. And uh, that was my... So the game started badly for me. But then, of course, and for 89 minutes, it was, it was pretty bloody awful. I remember what, what, Ryan Giggs being on the right... What was the atmosphere like tense. in the stadium? Everyone was moaning, why the hell's Ryan Giggs playing on the right wing? <laughs> it was one of those, everything was going wrong for us. And we were just clinging for dear life. Anyway, it was, it was, Peter Schmeichel and Yapsidam were probably the two people, more than anyone, who kept us in that. Because we were... We were bleeding, basically. You know, he, was he was an awesome player, fantastic. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was injured that night as well. He just kept us in it. And, uh, but no, we just really underperformed. We just didn't turn up on the night. So then it was that surreal. Tell me, about, tell me about the change in kind of being really upset. Why did I bother coming? Yeah. I'm miserable. How am I going to get out of here without anybody hitting yeah. me? Uh, and, and then those two goals. I have to, in all honesty, there's not much I actually remember about it. It was genuine shock i'll be honest about an hour or so later like a lot of people actually there you actually started to think bloody hell actually we're european champions no no i'm not gonna let you get away so the first goal goes in what because that was sheringham wasn't it sheringham was the first one no as soon as he scored that i said we're gonna win it i remember we knew we were gonna win it in that corner that second corner you knew we had it yeah we had them then because they were just broken understandably so yeah i thought it was gonna win it but it was still it was utterly I just, but I just, I mean, I would lose my mind. So yeah. the first one goes in, I know I'm crazy. Yeah, but we know that we, you knew that you had them then as well, though, because it was totally, you know, <laughs> it was a total surprise that we were in that position because we just hadn't performed at all. And to get away with that so close to the end, you thought there's only going to be one outcome. I envy you, know. you so much. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's great. That's yeah. great. Uh, because, you know, we want stories like that. And if you have stories like that, why I still think Solskjaer might have injured himself. Though? That celebration, <laughs> grinning down on his knees, he was never quite the same again. <laughs> it was probably worth it. <laughs> we are talking about celebrations, but yeah. let's deal with this yeah. match yeah. Uh, first. So we've got a terrible record apart from that night. Yeah. And they're, obviously they've got some cracking players. Ribery and that uh, Robin. As well, of course, if he's fit. If, if he's, he's fit. fit. So that's the wingers, isn't it? That, yeah. that means some pre- pretty fast players down those wings. Yeah, apparently for a German side, they're not brilliant at the back, Munich, which normally you'd presume from a, a German team they'd be solid. So I think there will be goals. I mean, I think there'll be... There'll be uh, I'm not, I I'm not, don't think we're looking at a nil-nil in Germany at all. I mean, I, I, I fancy us to take it, but I think it'll be... Uh, I, I, we could be looking at a 2-1 or even, you know... I wouldn't be surprised if it was 2-1 or a 3-2. It's that sort of Munich or that sort of team. Well, Robbie, yeah. um, Rooney's been doing incredibly well with his head, hasn't he, in yeah. terms of that. So if there are chinks in the army, in armour at Bayern Munich, then yeah. it will be fantastic. You take us to win it away from home. I do, narrowly. But I think there'll be goals. I don't think it's going to be like a 1-0. I think they'll score against us. Remember, we're offering you this uh, bet fair deal, five fiver bets. So if you agree with Mr. Meekin, then you need to get on it and get with it. I'm talking about Manchester United, greatest team on earth. Fingers crossed. Will we get through two legs? Yeah, I think it's going to be close, though. Really doing Bayern Munich are sort of very keen to talk themselves up as the underdogs as well. They fancy it. They'll obviously fancy the chances of an upset. You say their record's pretty good, but I think... I think both both games we really entertaining. I think Bayern Munich are a really good side to watch. But I think I see us scraping through. But I think there'll be a few twists on the way. We're not going to have it all our own way at all. 
It'd be unfair of us not to give a cursory glance to what is being called fantasy football, pure football. Mm. Uh, The guy that I like to call Eddie Nesta, because I'm like (laughs) that, won't be there. He won't be playing. Um, But Messi will. Fabregas looked like he was struggling a bit uh, on Saturday. Are you looking forward, Mr. Henry, coming back to his old stomping ground? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a fantastic game. And I actually, I quite fancy Arsenal to uh, pull pull that off. They're not going to try. I mean, Barcelona aren't going to try to stop Arsenal. They're no, going to try no. to compete with them. Yeah. But if he goes on one of the... I mean, I've seen him last week. I, I think in my lifetime, if we say Maradona's the best player I've ever seen, this is the closest I've ever you seen. Messi? I've just seen him dribble past yeah, people. Yeah. And it's unbelievable Phenomenal. what he does. Yeah. I mean, we've got some great, I mean, we're blessed at the minute. We've got some fantastic footballers. I think you've got, you know, even though nobody's talking about him because Real Madrid haven't done particularly well, I think you have to say that the fellow who left our place has scored 17 goals yeah, in yeah. 19 yeah. games or something like that. Yeah. At Kaka's there, you've got Messi and, you know, uh, you've got some great footballers Absolutely. around at the minute. Come on, tell me about Barcelona or Arsenal. Make your prediction. Well, I think, I think Arsenal are going to go through. I'll, I'll, I'll actually put my cards on the table. I think Arsenal could do it. I think I would, it's just a sort. It's just a sort of game they could win. They, they are they, for a, a big European occasion. I know how formidable Barcelona are, but I think it'll bring out the best in Arsenal. I don't think Arsenal will get to the final. I think into Milan or Mugham, but uh, uh, by the by the semis. But um, I, I, I think that could, that's where the surprise could be. Do you think the professor enjoys being the underdog? Yeah, I think it's a it's a wonderful opportunity for those. I'm not talking. Why am I talking about Arsenal? Yeah, but you want to. Yeah, well, they, you know, uh, I, I'd want to beat them in the final. If, if I'm honest, I'd I'd prefer yeah. I think to beat them in the Arsenal in the final as opposed to playing yeah. Barcelona again uh, because th- they'd be the ghost of last year. It's just typical football well again. Whenever we sort of talk, whether it's international, you talk about Brazil, the perfect you know, total football team. Law of averages is they end up getting mugged somewhere along the way when we all sort of presume Barcelona are going to sweep through to the final. And this is a you know it's, it'll be a tough test for them. I think. Yeah, I think Barcelona want to make it there when they're playing yeah. in Real Madrid's home. Well, that's my wild United. card oh. prediction anyway. That's oh. why. <laughs> I'm having a nightmare at the minute. You know, I've given up coffee. I can't get my words right. So I'm speaking to you and I, the words are moving. I've given up coffee, caffeine. I'm on this diet thing. And my head is... Have you ever tried giving up caffeine? Not since I was about 19 and I'm 37 Thanks. now. Thanks, so mate. you're Thanks. watching the effects. Thanks. It's like trembling right hand. <laughs> I am having a and, nightmare. And there's mad suggestions that Arsenal are going to knock out Barcelona. That's probably <laughs> yeah, due to drinking too much coffee, I suspect. That's, that's a side, yeah, yeah. cider before it yeah. went up, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so let's give you some of the details yeah. then. Uh, we are sponsored. Uh, you can email your views, and we do want them, by the way, at uh, Manu, M-A-N-Y-W, at playbackmedia.co.uk. Join our Facebook group. Go to manuredcast.com. Uh, this week, the United or Death blog, Mark Rose and anti football blog have uh, started following us on twitter it's increasing i tell you what i have just got an iphone so i will be getting the new app uh, which tells me all about the greatest team on earth it's at bit.ly slash man app and uh we are sponsored tonight by Betfair and Coca-Cola, so it's good news. Uh, before we look to the future and talk about what you and I really want to talk about, which is the Chelsea mm-hmm. game, 
Celebrations. So we need to do an A, B, yeah. or C. We need to uh, put them. We're inviting people to get involved. You will win fantastic prizes. Nothing is spared because you are great supporters. You need to be looked after. Right. Our top three. Uh, we've had a drink in a pub. And we've sorted out our top three. Uh, we've got Eric Cantona yep. and his celebrations. Mr. Cantona. Ooh, la, la. Uh, and we've got Mr. Sharp. Mr. Sharp doing Elvis. Uh, doing the Elvis. And ending his career can you, can you, can you, can you Can you do an Elvis impersonation? I have been known to in certain Soho karaoke can you, can you Can you give us a little bit? You want me to do an Elvis impression now? Just a little bit. I don't okay. want to force you. Just something. Let me have a thing. Really the lips going, feel, everybody. I feel such pressure. I, I, I can't just... This is more saying I have to... Get into, ladies and gentlemen. I have to. Have to that's quite pathetic. Um, I can do it with the. I can do it when I'm singing. I can do it when I'm singing. What but not. It? But I need a karaoke machine and uh, a couple we'll of get drunk you. girls we'll, and we'll, stuff. We'll can get, we stretch we'll to that? that? We'll get that. Can we'll we get. edit out that Elvis bit? I just no, 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 just, no, 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 no. I tell you what, we'll do. Like, no, don't worry. I don't want We'll to get you a tight costume. Uh, we'll get a toilet seat for you and some tablets next yeah, week. And I can do a proper. Remember him when he was better than that. Yes, and see. I suppose we have to get hairy chest. Uh, shirt waving. Villa Park, 99. Well yeah. done. Uh, now, no, I'm talking about Mr. Giggs. That was against Arsenal, wasn't it? Yeah, at uh, Villa Park. Oh, excuse me. Oh, please. please. Oh, yes. A semi-final. I, I apologize. Don't wish to be pedantic. It's because, <laughs> yeah. uh, my pedant friend, it's because I, I don't have any caffeine in me. So, Giggs. Mm. So, there you go. Uh, A, Cantona. B, yeah. Sharp. C, Gigs, all you need to do uh, is vote now. Go to uh, uh, text, excuse me, M-U-F-C-A-B-O-C uh, to 64118. So to vote, all you need to do is text M-U-F-C-A-B-O-C uh, to 64118. Uh, we're giving loads away today, aren't we? We're doing really, really well. So let's get to that big game. Now, I've got the run in. We know there's uh, Chelsea. Mm. Arsenal are hoping for a one-all draw. Yeah. I've seen it in my dreams. I've seen it in my water. That's what they hope for, which lets them make uh, it. Absolutely, in. yeah. What are you going for? I, I would have to, have to say draw. No, it won't be a draw. You think? It won't be a draw. I, I remember we were playing um, them at our place last year. I think we beat them 3-0. Yeah. They beat us 1-0 at their place, and I thought we were really well, we, unlucky. I, I, yeah, we lost it in the, um, earlier in the year, last year rather, yeah, the, uh, at Stamford Bridge. It was one of our best performances. Yeah, it was horrible. We were just unlucky. But it was really horrible. They're such tight matches, though. It's so, I, there was a gun to my head. Well, I'd hold on a minute. Let's let's do this. They haven't got right, Cole. Not. They haven't. They've got. They've lost a few of their players. Yeah. Sien, who I think is one of the best players Absolutely. in the Premiership. Yeah. And we've got players coming. Don't back. get me wrong. I st- I still think we're going to win the title, but it's not this idea that United are going to have to win every game to do it. It's just a bit of a myth because no. everyone's going to slip up. I mean, Arsenal, Birmingham. You wouldn't have seen that. You wouldn't have seen Blackburn, Chelsea. You know, Chelsea slipping up there. I think it will be a draw. No, I think we've still got some twists and turns yeah. to come. We've got some, yeah, because we've got some tough old games ahead as well. I mean, you know, City away and you know, it will be a tough. And actually Blackburn away will be tough because they always try and knock seven bells out of us. That's a bit yeah, of a derby. I think, so. Yeah, they're going to try and prove yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's the old Lancashire yeah, derby, isn't yeah. it? I think that the Man City's the one, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. They'll be fired up there as their manager. They, did, they didn't like what happened to them because there's the 4-3 uh, yeah. With Owens going, scoring the goal mm. in the in the 
in, in injury time effectively mm. and then what we did to them in the Carling Cup and then we went on to win it and when I was there last week you know there's still the thing up there uh, you know 30 odd years since they've yeah, won anything yeah. I think that'll be up there for a I few suppose, years I'm guessing I'm not an expert on the internal affairs of Manchester City but I'd imagine the pressure on their manager will grow as well although he's only only recently come along you know they, they still, I still think uh he was seen as the person who was going to you know, save them, maybe try and get them into the top four. And if that doesn't happen, the way their managers are going at the minute, you can't rule out <laughs> you know, swooping for someone else. Yeah, I mean, he got himself into a real Hilarious. interesting situation. Hilarious. with Because Mo- Moyes could have just let the ball go. Then yeah. it would have taken even longer. I don't think he looked the most uh, sort of... Uh, Foreboding character, uh, Mancini, <laughs> with his hair flying around and the blue and white scarf. It was, uh, he was a gentleman scuffler, I think, really. He wasn't, I don't think David Moyes are particularly terrified. <laughs> no, I don't think It's so. not Roy Keane a coming t- at t- you. A tough old <laughs> so, I don't think so. Uh, listen, I mean, uh, the place has just been cleared of the smell of the Liverpool mm. boys and uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't do particularly badly. Uh, but you've got to fancy Spurs for that fourth place, haven't you? I genuinely hope so as well, that they do... Um, get a because i mean liverpool don't get it but um i think harry redknapp's done just a, a great job i just think of all the um all the farting around tottenham did over the years with all the various technical directors and all these complicated man you know coaching networks they had at the end of the day they bring in harry redknapp who's just a great man manager doing better than they've done in years and they've got a lot of good british players as well i think it's good i'm glad to have seen bale do well for them finally and I, yeah because he almost came to united uh, a couple of years ago ferguson did, it went against Plumping for him in the end. But uh, he's, he's a good... I, I like the look of him. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. This year, okay, I, I, I'm sad like this. Two teams that Harry Redknapp managed yeah. could be relegated, whilst the team he is managing now may well come fourth. Yeah. And they're still in, a, in at least one of the Cups. So, yeah. uh, you know, West Ham could well do with a Harry Redknapp now, couldn't they? Yeah. So, in terms of the games that we've got left, in terms of what's going to happen, do you still fancy us to win it? Win the overall. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think we. You've just got a feeling when you followed United for so many years. They they've fallen into a, a groove now, which looks. Uh, they they look they look uh, they look right right now. So um, and for most of the season they haven't. They've sort of you said we've been playing with midfielders and defence and God knows what. We've sort of spluttered through somehow. But now it seems things seem to have fallen right. Could it be? The one worry I do have against yeah. Chelsea this Saturday is that Chelsea now don't have to rotate. They now don't have to rest players. They don't, don't no. have to worry about what happens in the Champions League. Yeah. All they need to do now is focus yeah. on the Premiership. Yeah. That makes them a bit scary, doesn't it? It does. But at the same time, we'd have taken them being knocked out when they, when they were. Because I think you know, the, the psychological damage that must have done to a team with all that money to be eliminated from the Champions League at that relatively early stage is a pretty sorry state of affairs for them. So, yeah, I know what you mean about they've got the, the extra rest time, but I still I still think that the, the harm done to the, the brand Chelsea is, uh, is, is worth it. Well, the reason I ask people for their predictions is that we do these podcasts every week yeah. and we live or die by our predictions. And uh, uh, certainly people can contribute and tell us whether mm. we know anything or not. You're going for... 2-1 uh, against Bayern Munich to Manchester United, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. I'm going for 2-0. Okay. And you're going for a one-all. Yeah, the, uh, an exciting Chelsea. one-all. Yeah, very brave. Uh, whilst I yeah. am going for 3-0 to Manchester United.
Okay. That's how I okay. feel. Okay. That's, that's how I feel. So one of us. Okay, gunslinger. Yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> it's, it's like that. Just let right. it go and just, you know, put your that foot on shit. their head yeah. and put it down yeah. and let's go for it. I hope I'm right and I hope you're right too because neither of us have predicted a Chelsea victory, which would no. be just the worst thing uh, that one could I possibly we'll imagine. I think we'll lose. So, thanks very much for listening. Have yourself a great time. We'll be back here next week with more news of the greatest team on earth. So, from me, Eddie Nesta, and from Robert Meakin, I bid you au revoir. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you would like to sponsor or advertise on this show, give our marketing partners at Sports Revolution a call on 0207 580 2580 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk.